0: Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to dailytechheadlines.com to find out how. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, From local markets to global retailers. Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach,
1: visit Stripe.com/slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, August 2nd, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. Apple and Google announced they have suspended human reviews of voice clips from Siri and Google Assistant. Apple said it is suspending Siri grading globally while it conducts a review to see if queries are being heard correctly or activated by mistake. Apple will also issue a software update to allow users to choose if they want to have Siri recordings used in future grading. Google confirmed it suspended the practice across the EU since July 10th and will continue to do so for at least the next three months. That comes in light of the decision by Germany's Data Protection Commissioner to investigate Google's practice of hiring contractors to review audio snippets from Google Assistant to improve speech recognition. Contractors have reported hearing conversations accidentally recorded when Assistant was triggered by mistake. Google says it reviews around 0.2% of clips and does not associate them with accounts. Google also detailed its plans to provide a search provider choice on Android to comply with a EU antitrust ruling. A new search provider choice screen will debut on Android devices shipping to the EU in 2020. This will show Google along with three other options available in a given country. Getting on that search ballot will require providers to participate in a sealed bid auction, stating the price the provider is willing to pay each time a user selects their service. The three winners and Google will be listed randomly on the selection screen. The U.S. FCC voted to approve digital opportunity data collection rules that would require ISPs to provide accurate maps of broadband coverage. Under the previous Form 477 rules, ISPs used census block data to show coverage and could count an area served with just a single house connected. Under the new rules, ISPs can count an area served if it can either provide broadband to the home or or provide a connection within 10 business days of a customer requesting it without construction or infrastructure fees outside of a standard service activation. The rules also call for the creation of a crowdsourcing system to collect public input on the accuracy of ISPs coverage maps. No deadline has been set for ISPs to provide updated maps, and Form 477 data collection maps will still be submitted by the ISPs. U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein introduced a bill of the Voter Privacy Act, which would amend the Federal Elections Campaign Act of 1971 to give voters control over their personal data in U.S. elections. The bill would give voters the right to be notified when a campaign obtains their data and then bar any further sale. Voters would also have the right to review and request deletion of data obtained by political organizations. Finally, the bill would allow voters to request online platforms not to use their data profiles for political ad targeting. Violations could be punished by fines and up to three years in prison. Sources tell the Wall Street Journal that the U.S. Federal Trade Commission is investigating Facebook's acquisitions. The FTC wants to determine if Facebook bought rivals mainly in order to prevent them from becoming a threat to Facebook's business, which could fall afoul of regulations. Tyler Blevins, a.k.a. Ninja, one of Twitch's most popular streamers, announced he'll move to stream exclusively on Microsoft's Mixer. He said his streams will be exactly the same, so expect more Fortnite. Ninja will appear at Lollapalooza in Chicago this weekend, which is being streamed live on YouTube. In its Q2 earnings report, Pinterest lost $26 million on revenue of $261 million. Analysts had expected a loss of $39 million on revenue of $236 million. Revenue grew 62% in the year. Overall monthly active users grew 30% to 300 million users, led by 38% international growth to 215 million users. Average revenue per international user grew 123% to $0.11, while U.S. ARPU grew 41% to $2.80. On the earnings call, CEO Ben uh, Silberman said the company will launch new advertising tools for small businesses in the quarter with a focus on mobile to help grow ad revenue. DoorDash agreed to purchase the food delivery service Caviar from Square for $410 million. Caviar focuses on higher-end restaurants, and it's not clear if the listings will be rolled into DoorDash's listing and Caviar shut down or remain under the Caviar service. Square originally bought Caviar for $90 million in 2014. Google announced a new emergency services feature that will roll out to Android in the coming months, allowing users to quickly send location and situational information with outspoken interaction. After making a call to 911, a user can select options for fire, medical, and police. From there, a Google Voice Assistant will interact with the 911 responder, including providing name, location, and transmitting accurate GPS coordinates. Users can still interact with the 911 operator during the call. The feature is rolling out first to Pixel devices. And finally, Nintendo and Tencent announced more details in how the Switch console will be rolled out in China. Tencent will host servers and cloud services for the Switch's online platform and handle localizing games to simplify Chinese. The Nintendo eShop will have Tencent's WeChat payment system integrated. Nintendo also confirmed that Super Mario Odyssey and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild will be coming to the Chinese market. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com and you can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.
0: My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe tap to pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete.